Blog Talk Radio. Designated spot 
and make sure you watch Kaepernick practice. Make sure you're there. I don't give a damn if you need a quarterback or not. I don't, the Chiefs, you got Patrick Mahomes. He's in his second or third season. Get your ass down there. I don't give a damn if you don't need a quarterback or not. Make sure you're there. Awful fishy, man. Awful fishy. And I just want to start by saying that because we got a lot to dig into here. We got a lot to dig into. And um, before we get it going, let's just let's just start the show by this is Colin coming out addressing the media after his workout. Now, particulars, let me discuss some particulars. I'm rushing here. I'm a bit excited. So we have a transparency issue here. NFL normally, whatever they do, whatever you do at at work, you're going to send a waiver. If I have uh, residents at my property and I'm taking them somewhere, I have to give them all a waiver that says, hey, even though, you know, this is my trip here, the NFL similarly is saying, hey, even though this is a workout we're holding, here are some of the disclosures that we're not going to be liable for. Normal. Kaepernick team expects a waiver. It's a normal waiver that comes. However, they did not get the normal waiver. In the waiver that Kaepernick's team was issued, the waiver said Kaepernick and no one else could have the power to have anybody filming or taking footage of the workout. So that said, only the NFL would be privy to how the the, the, the filming is being done, the, the, the film of the workout. The NFL could only be the ones who have that. That service. Um, also, there were some uh, liabilities, and, and, and they snuck a lot of language into this into this waiver. And Kaepernick's team sent the waiver back and agreed to, but with that part didactic, the transparency part. Tran- uh, Kaepernick and team said, we want all media to be there. I want everybody to be able to see. Hey, if I'm no good, I'm no good. But Kaepernick's argument is I want everyone to see, and the NFL quickly rejected and said, we don't, we're not, we're not going to be a part of it. Kaepernick then took matters in his own hands, headed 50 miles up the road, and held a workout where there were only eight NFL execs. Now, the, the, the field where the first workout was supposed to be held, where the NFL designated that location, Rumor has it that there was going to be 25 NFL executives. At the one Kaepernick took his took his took into his own hand and headed up the road because I'm not going to agree to the things in this waiver. Eight execs allegedly made it. But so let's get to it, man. Let's uh, let's hear Kaepernick addressing the media after his workout, where he privately held his own workout. Let's hear Kaepernick. Let me start by saying I appreciate y'all coming out. That means a lot to me. Our biggest thing with everything today was making sure we had transparency of what went on. We weren't getting that elsewhere, so we came out here. It's important that y'all are here. Y'all been attacked for the last three years. Y'all continue to be attacked. We appreciate what y'all do. We appreciate you being here today. We appreciate the work you do for the people and telling the truth. That's what we want in everything. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. 
So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I'll interview with any team at any time. I've been ready. I'm staying ready. And I'll continue to be ready. And to all the people that came out here today to support, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. To the people that aren't here, I'm thinking of you. I appreciate you supporting from where you are. We'll continue to give you updates as we hear. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, the 32 teams. We'll let you know if we hear from them. Ball's in their court. We're ready to go. Let's do it. My nigga. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I just want to start by saying, you know, that that seems pretty candid. That's Kaepernick saying, you know, I just want everybody to be able to see what, what's happening here. Um, notice he, he reiterated and made it um, emphasize that I've been ready. I've been denied. I've been denied for three three years. I continue to be ready. And like I said, keep that in mind because this is big legal talk. Okay, we're talking legal talk. And if you don't know um, the law and work right, and this is this the NFL. So I'll fill you in on this before I get to some fam and um, we talk about it some more. <clears throat> There's a thing called work rights. You cannot prohibit a man from pursuing a, a uh, um, what's the word for it? I'm searching for the word, uh, a way of living. Um, I'm sure that you know the phrase, but um, you can't stop him from doing that legally. So, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing here, but Kaepernick, the NFL settled with Kaepernick out of court for that disclosed 40 million X, or I'm, I'm not even sure of the number, but they settled. <clears throat> and Kaepernick can still bring them back to court. They settled for reasons outside of uh, prohibiting him from pursuing uh, a living. And so that's what this is all about. But uh, before we get into it too deep, man, let me bring on some family. Because this is for the Jonathan, what up, bro? We done missed you around here. Hey, what's, what's up, JP? What's up? Man, it's been a has it been a while since you've had a since you've had a show? Uh no, I've I've had one sporadically here and there and you know sporadic. Oh man, I haven't got man, I gotta I gotta check my uh I gotta check my subscription because I haven't got an update. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. A few of them here and there. I did a, a Washed King episode along with Washed and something about load management, a little information on load management. So I got one of those out there, one here and there. Yeah, because as soon as I saw your text, I was like, ooh, showtime. Yeah, man, and it, and it's a thick one, and I know you you the perfect guy to be in on this. So, man. You know, just 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 going. To, you want me to play a, a little more sound so we can get the juices going, or you just want to go ahead and uh, you know get it off the top of your head, and then we we'll get to it. Absolutely, go for it. So you know, we had Ka- Kaepernick coming out right there, and again, guys, this is about transpar- transparency. And this is <clears throat> when I give it all to you, and I'm sorry. This is big legal 
This is millions of dollars at stake. This is the NFL. This is the reason we have Jay-Z coming aboard. It's not coincidental, you know, and the NFL is doing a lot of CYA. So let's just get into some of the different conversations going down about this Colin Kaepernick whole situation. So first, I'm sad to report, man, sad to report a guy that's who's become beloved on the show. He's become beloved. Um, initially, I was, I was down on him for cooning, but I said, you know what? <clears throat> I got to respect my brothers who out there, and they're more conservative than me. I don't expect everybody to be a, a, a liberal to the point where we're near a hippie as me. So I do respect my brothers who come from the Midwest and they had their father in the home who taught them hard work and made them shovel snow and all of that shit. I respect those guys. But my guy's cooning, man. And I bring them in the same way every time. Let's bring them in. Stay off the weed. It's stay off the weed. And you can't stay off the weed. He ain't getting busted for using weed. Days off <laughs> the weed. You couldn't stay off the weed. Stay off the damn weed. Oh, my guy, my guy, Stephen A., man. So Stephen A. jumped out here early. Now, a.k.a. Screaming A., Screaming A. Smith, jumped out too early and didn't have enough detail. And, you know, I think in, in some of these boardrooms, early morning television, the token, you know, they always got the black guy. I think it's, it's good in the, in the boardroom when the black guy wants to raid on the, the, the argument of the consensus black crowd out there. It seems to fly well when black guy on the show comes in and says, you know what? They're wrong, guys. And all the white people, majority everybody else. It's like, yeah, well, Stephen, if that's what you want to say, say it. Speak up. Seems to be welcomed. So let, let's let's get Steve weighing in early, not presenting the facts in my estimation. And the fact that he did not show up, to me, eradicates his points altogether from the standpoint of the NFL, I'm looking for a job, running from the truth and all of this nonsense, his I have a dream speech that he gave to, to the media and the public Saturday. I want to hear that. It's too late for all of that. Here's the reality. 25 different teams showed up. A lot of them were African Americans. A few of them were in the GM pipelines <clears throat> to become GMs in the National Football League because that's an issue that we'll get into at another time. Colin Kaepernick elects not to show up. Supposedly it's because of a waiver, a standard waiver to my understanding that's granted to a whole bunch of free agents out there, if not all of them, you know, basically shielding the NFL from a potential lawsuit. Okay? In other words, if one of the 32 teams don't pick you up, Mm -hmm. you can't sue us for it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, Colin Kaepernick's side, they have their version of that. Here's uh, Here's my bottom line point. At 2.30, one half hour before your workout was scheduled, was when the league and the team officials were informed that you would not be appearing and that you had moved a workout 51 miles away near the airport in Riverdale, Georgia, okay, at a high school. Well, guess what? You go to the high school. First of all, it's a public high school. 
And anybody that knows anything about a public high school, you can't just show up on the field with an organized workout. You got to get, whether it's the superintendent or the school or whomever, you got to get permission for that to happen, which means that we're planned. Why was the NFL finding out about that a half hour before your workout was scheduled? Then you show up there, there's a whole bunch of people in Kaepernick jerseys, you know, wearing, you know, I'm with Cap. Or those that didn't have on those jerseys were wearing shirts that said, you know, I know my rights. So clearly that was organized. You got security there. You got videographers there. You got all of these. You got, you, you got all of this stuff there. It was planned. Well, if it was planned and you knew what you were going to do, why did they find out a half hour before your workout? These are all questions. I don't know the answer, but these are all questions. At the end of the day, you had an opportunity to show up for a workout. And, oh, by the way, you showed up in a Kuta Kente shirt. That's what you did for owners that you want to play for. Now, whether you like it or not, the bottom line is they're owners in the league with the ability to employ you. When you want a job, these are not things that you do. Because if you do them, chances are an employer is not going to choose to employ you. All right, man. Now, that, that's Stephen A. That's the guy that, for some reason, has some credential to speak for black voices in the sports world, uh, for lack of a better word. But let me tell you something, Steve. I don't fuck with you. And I definitely don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. Now, I'll keep it a buck. I'll keep it a buck. Stephen A., you know, on, on, on surface, pose some interesting questions. He says, hey, uh, why didn't the NFL get proper notice that you wouldn't be showing up? And if the notice was so short, how do you have what seems to be a stage event where it would clearly require some um, you getting some, some yellow tape cut as far as being able to have media at the field, at a high school field? <clears throat> of course, there would be some officials you have to get these approvals from. All valid questioning. All valid questioning, man. Um, but to me, I, I feel like Stephen A. got out there too soon. Got out there a little too soon. And so uh, I'm going to go ahead and play. Let me see where I have this. So, and here's here's the co-host and the white boy. You know, the, the, the white guy on the show who more often times than not seems to be the real nigga on the show. My nigga. <laughs> you know, and here's Max, who who I'm sad to say more times than not speaks to more of the, of the narrative of the people, per se, than does Stephen A. So here's what Max had to say to what Stephen A. had to say. First, I want to address that. The fact that the NFL has a de facto monopoly, I heard you earlier today on Get Up, Stephen A., talking about go play in the CFL. The fact that they have a de facto monopoly over professional football in this league, Professor Molly, puts more of an onus on the NFL to do the right thing, mm. not on Kaepernick to kowtow to them. Right. That's the first thing. Secondly, like, who cares if he's wearing a Kunta Kinte T-shirt? Like, is, is, is our original sin in this country slavery, yes or no? Is that the reason that 31 of the 32 owners are white, yes or no? Because of the power structure, yes or no? Yes, of course it is. That's the very thing that, that's related to the reason Kaepernick was protesting in the first place. So, so what if he shows up with a Kunta Kinte T-shirt? That's number one. Number two. 
Like, is he supposed to be like, oh, so thankful for the opportunity where he's been denied the, his right to work on the merits? Goodell has claimed this is a meritocracy. On the merits, no, no one in the world says he's not one of the best 64 quarterbacks in the world, hasn't had a job in three years. So thank you so much for finally trying to do the right thing in a roundabout way. And was the NFL trying to do the right thing? Well, you said your understanding is it was a standard waiver. That's the NFL's understanding. My understanding is it was not a standard waiver. That's Kaepernick's people's understanding. And, and by the way, if, if one of the points is that the NFL is indemnified not just from injury, but from other things, which would mean Kaepernick could not sue them or a suit could not be brought against them going forward for the way he has, he has perhaps had his rights uh, trampled or, 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 or in some way not respected by the NFL since the settlement, then this whole dog and pony show, if that's what it was, was to smuggle that in under the radar. Now, is that the case or is Jay-Z and the NFL, they're all actually telling the truth? I don't know, but Jay-Z wants to be an owner in the NFL. I have a lot of respect for Jay-Z and what he's trying to do, but that makes him not the most reliable narrator in this instance, because his interests are aligned in that respect with the NFL. <coughs> Is the NFL a reliable narrator? Well, if you're told, okay, you can have a workout, you have, you have 48 hours to tell us whether or not you're going to take this workout. It must be on this day. It cannot be moved. Wait, you don't think Jay-Z wanted him to get a job? N does Jay-Z want him to get a job? In I'm, the sure NFL? Pro I'm sure Jay-Z ideally would like him to have mm -hmm. a job. That doesn't mean he's working in those interests necessarily, or maybe not being used by the NFL. There are a million possibilities. Mm -hmm. But if the NFL says things like, we're going to provide you with a personnel list, and then says, no, we're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. But our understanding was, yeah, but th no, we're not going to do it. And all of a sudden, you're given this waiver. Wait, this isn't, can we have a standard waiver? No. Okay, in that case, we want to send our own camera crew in. So at least what you can't do is, is select out different clips to make us look bad or whatever and just control the narrative. We want our, no, you can't do that either. Okay, fine, so we'll just move the workout. Stephen A., is there a better way for Colin Kaepernick to behave than come out and say owners don't be scared? Yes. His behavior there, I believe, is suboptimal. He could have said, I know that there are forces for you, me and against me. I hope you listen to the forces for me. Mm -hmm. His behavior was suboptimal. That doesn't mean he did the wrong thing. Right. He didn't allow himself, doctor, to be co-opted right. by the NFL. Let's go, man. My nigga. <laughs> You know, Max, Max speaking up, and, and, and let, let me just play. You know what the fuck Cap said. Around here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I'll interview with any team at any time. I've been ready. I'm staying ready. And I'll continue to be ready. Let's go. <laughs> so, Jonathan, man. What you got, bro? Let, let's get some before we get more, man. What you got, bro? She's a real, um, it's a, I don't know. I, I mean, when I was reading, when I was reading, when I was watching this stuff, you know, over the weekend, I mean, maybe I just don't fully understand what that uh, disclosure or that uh, that waiver that they keep on talking about. Maybe I just don't know the details or really the difference between a standard waiver and the special waiver that everybody says that Colin Kaepernick got, you know, but the thing that I go back to all the time is, I mean, what is it about professional athletes that I feel are what, I mean, granted they are making millions and millions of dollars, but 
what what is it what is it so different between us that are out here in the real world versus them? You know, because I mean, I can't I can't do certain things here at work that I wish I could voice, that I wish I could do this, because I'd get in trouble. I mean, you got you got um HR and things like that in our workplace talking about we can't talk about our religious beliefs or we can't talk about our political beliefs because it's going to offend other people. You know, we go through training about, you know, you got to be gender sensitive. You know, people may not identify with certain genders, so we have to be uh, discreet on how we talk to people. So, I mean, I guess I'm going to ask, I guess I'm going to ask the audience is what's the difference between us and Colin Kaepernick? I mean, if the NFL is telling Colin Kaepernick, hey, we want you to behave a certain way or we want you to do things a certain way because this is our league, what's the difference between that and working for an agency or a Fortune 500 company where everybody else has to abide by the rules set by their employer because at the end of the day, it's their business. And if they want to hire you and if they want to give you employment, they do or they don't. Now, that's that's a great question. But... You do have the right. So all Calvin Kaepernick was doing is protesting, right? And he protested right. the national anthem. So you have that right at work, Calvin. If, if, your, if your job says, hey, Jonathan, you brought it up, sir, so you just walked yourself into a wall here. So if your job says, hey, mm-hmm. Jonathan, we're going to be uh, praising the national anthem, and you send me, hey, Cindy from HR, I got to get this, guess what? Cindy from HR will not fuck with you. You can have your protest over there quietly, Jonathan. Boom. Yeah, so yeah, but at the, yeah, but what? But the thing is, but okay, but the thing is also is that you know, I mean, what's the whole purpose of him wearing socks that have pigs on it? What's the purpose hey, of him? You know, you get to. I mean, I, I mean, JP, I mean. I mean, socks that have pigs on them that are, and these pigs are dressed as, as cops. I mean, I mean, there's things that you can do. Like, I can't come into work with an American flag logo with it crossed out saying "I hate America," or, or, or I can't come in with a shirt to work just because I feel like protesting police with a pig on my with a pig on my shirt dressed as a police officer. I mean, I yeah. think that I, I, I have to believe that those, that those uh, doors swing both ways. I mean, regardless if my employer is white, black, or, or Latino, or whatever the case may be, I mean, there are, there are things that are tolerable and there are things that aren't tolerable. I mean, Colin Kaepernick protesting, protesting the, the, the American flag or protesting whatever it is, because we, look, on a side note, we all understand why he was protesting. We understand that he was protesting police brutality. Now, yes. the, the, you know, uh, the America Kaka obviously swung the narrative and tried to make it about the, uh, the military and try to make it about something completely different, which is what swayed, you know, the whole, uh, which swayed uh, the court of public opinion into not really paying attention as to what Colin Kaepernick was, was protesting. But then, but the thing is, is that once his point got across as to what he was protesting, what was the purpose of continuing? I mean, we already got your, we got the point already. We understand what it is that you're, that you're doing. And at some point, the employer has to protect 
also, you know, the people that are bringing in at the end of the day, I mean, if I am servicing a specific uh, brand, you know, I mean, I am going to cater to brand. And at the end of the day, if the majority of people that are watching the NFL is white America, then why wouldn't I cater to that? Why wouldn't I, I try to protect the brand that's making me money? Here, I agree with you. Is he antagonizing the situation? Yes, he is. Um, him wearing the, the Kente shirt and all the implications of that, that is antagonizing. He might as well have worn an Emmett Till shirt. You know, <laughs> he should have just wore a fucking hoodie with Trayvon Martin over it and took the hoodie off. So, yes, he's antagonizing the situation, but that is not against workplace rules. Dude, and if you decided to go to work with the American flag crossed out, guess what? They can't do shit. Now, is it distasteful and tough? Well, yes, they, I mean, I mean, but, but yes, but the thing is, JP, yes, they can do shit. Yes, they can yes, do things to you. Me, like, look, me. look, it's like, well, because look, uh, we, we, I mean, you, you understand the line of work that I do, the field that I work in. Yeah. I work in homeless services. Okay, so we deal with a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of rules. I mean rules. There's a lot of law out there that protects people from becoming evicted. There are rules out there that protect, you know, uh, families and things like that. But 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 at the end of the day, there but these laws can be manipulated laws. You can get around certain things. If I don't want and, you know, and I'm just using this for the sake of argument. I'm just using this for the sake of argument. If I am a landlord that doesn't want to rent to homosexuals, I don't necessarily have to say things like, obviously, if I say things like, I don't want to rent my apartment to homosexuals because I think they're disgusting or whatever the case may be. Now, remember, this is just for the sake of argument. This is just for the sake of argument. So if I'm doing something like, obviously, I'm not going to go out there and say it up front, but there are ways that I can get around that. You know, I I can jack up the, the... the credit score or say, you know what, you need this type of credit to get into my building or you need this type of income to get into my building. There are ways to get around things if I don't want someone to rent my unit. So at the end of the day, if I'm at work and I'm doing something that they don't like at work, believe me, they are going to find loopholes to keep me out or they're going to find the loophole to do that. So so, so what's the difference? Your amendment rights, your constitutional rights to speak. And that is held everywhere. Now, whether it's taboo and they can find it, well, sure, sure. But if I decide to wear something that goes against the American flag, they cannot really say nothing to me, dude. They can they can bring me in, but they're gonna tread. And what? And okay, but what what has the NFL? What? Okay, so I'm gonna ask you this question: What has the NFL said that's that's telling Colin Kaepernick that he can't do that? What are they telling him? Because I haven't heard no statement saying, oh, we're not, we're not giving they're Colin Kaepernick not, employment they because conclu- they, they're not they doing any of that. Him, they concluded, to, they, they conspired to get him out of fucking that's league. All, league. That's, that's all, that's all, that's all, that's all hearsay. That's all hearsay. That's all, but that's all hearsay. That's all hearsay. No, I don't know that to be a fact. There's nothing. How is it Hold on, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, because you ain't going to tell me no facts right now. You're about to bullshit me, and I, we, we, I got more for your ass, so don't wait, don't, don't, don't trip. It's smoke coming your way. Don't even trip. Uh, hold on, let, we got my man coming on. Let me do him like I'm supposed to do it. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Jeannie Jean, I, I, I know you coming in hot, baby. 
Talk about it. Sir, sir, if I, I, I just want to jump in a little bit here. Uh, my goodness, man, if that's not the problem, that that whole mind frame, that's the problem. That you know, in order to 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 to, to keep your job. You you know there there's abuse that you just gotta take. There's stands that you just can't make. Uh, that that's 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 what they program into us. You know that well, uh, Colin should have just you know came on down because you know at this point he's antagonizing the situation. At this point you know what does it matter? We're we're looking at him. But the problem is it's the way you're looking at me and the circumstances you put me in. So case in point, and I'm gonna be done. And I ain't here to to shoot nobody down. Um, this year, you know, I'm working a gig. You know, they hire me on to do a specific job, you know, at a specific rate, right? Uh, at some point, they decided, you know, we want you to do this too. No different rate, you know, no conversation, just made a decision that now you do this uh, and everything else you were doing. This is your thing. Now, I could have just said, yes, sir, and did it and went crazy, or I could say, hell no, uh, we didn't talk about this, and, you know, this is complete bull crap, and, you know, stand up for my rights here. Uh, now, a lot of people felt in that situation, you know, it was, it was you know, pretty good gig, um, that, hey, man, you know, what about your family? You know, you can't afford to lose that type of bag over principles, right? And that's the standard thinking, a type of thinking, I think, and, and especially in a minority community, because outside of our community, nobody plays that shit. Not a single person. You can't dare do that outside of our community. But in the minority community, we, we better be glad for what we have, you know, and, yeah. and, and just that narrative alone is, is complete bullshit, you know. So what Colin is doing is not only sticking it to him, but going that extra mile saying, and you're going to treat me fair, and I'm going to call you out. And, yes, I'm going to wear these, this Kuta Kente shirt because uh, it means something to me. Now, are we, are, we're here, are we here to talk about me playing football or are we here to talk about my shirt? Are we here <laughs> to, 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 to hide the fact that, you know, I'm dope and you can make edits and cuts that you want to make or are we here to showcase if I'm dope or not? I mean, come on, man. What are we talking about? We got to get on the same page or they going to keep being able to do us like this. If we ain't willing to at least stand behind the guy that's taking the heat, oh, we, 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 we doomed to the same fate that we've been in this, the whole time we've been in this country. We doomed to the fate that they themselves ha- are not. There's no way. Zero. And, and, and to go back to uh, uh, what Max was saying, dog, the reason why Max can say that um, – uh, because he's white. Sorry, because he's white. The the the, the pressure that Stephen A. feel that he got to kind of coon and got to kind of jump on board and be that black dude that that's willing to get to go against black. That's that very same fucking thinking. That slave mentality. That that oppressed mentality. So dog, when somebody black, white, Mexican. Uh, black or Mexican, any minority stands up against that mentality, dog, it behooves us to support him or her all the way because that's the fight for us all. That's the fight that you don't have to come on your job and a young white dude fresh out of college that don't know nothing get to just be your boss for nothing. 
and tell you what to do for nothing. When you got to fight, scrape, have a college degree, and be the hardest working damn thing anybody ever seen that holds that position, that shit's not okay. And these type of things that, you know, calling this out, showing the world, making making a statement, it's the same thing Martin Luther King did. Man, I'm going long. But I'm, I'm almost that's the same thing Martin Luther King did uh, with civil rights, right? We got to show it to him. It's the same thing Emmett Till Mama did by letting him take that picture of his beat up ass body. We gotta show, we gotta make it real. We can't play this game. I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm back on hold, man. But that that's yeah, 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 yeah. And let, let me tell, let, let's let Colin tell you how you ready before we. Out here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent Jeff Nally is ready to talk to any team. I interview with any team at any time. I've been ready. I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. <laughs> My nigga said, "I've been ready. I stay ready, and I continue to be ready." Hey, um, geez, Louise, man, look, I got some family online. He's a uh, family from another podcast I'm a part of, the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. Now, he's a Jay Z freak. He's from the East Coast. And you know how these dudes are, man. So uh, rightfully, you know, I think I can, I have something that I can make him feel welcome to the heavy-handed edition. Janelle, Janelle, my friend, how are you going to cape your way out of this one, man? If it's not looking good and I still got more stuff. What do you think about this whole Kaepernick versus the NFL, this new development we got? The whole well, out. first of all, I'm going to say one thing. I'm the most pro-black individual you'll ever come across. Anybody that, anybody that knows that's been friends with me on Facebook for over the years, um, they will know it doesn't get more pro-black than me. My dad was a Panther. My my dad was also engaged to one of Malcolm X's daughters in 86 before he went to prison for killing the man that raped his sister, my aunt. Uh, I'm as pro-black as it gets. I was born on the revolution. I got the revolutionary sign tattooed on my chest. I mean, <laughs> it just is what it is. Well, I mean, me, I, read, I, I educate brothers all the time about Dr. King. I've been telling guys for years. Actually, I informed Willa about this, that, that the last two years of King's life is actually erased from the history books because he started talking like Malcolm X. He started leaning towards Malcolm X's views. He was actually joining the Nation of Islam. And I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. he got killed because he started talking revolutionary shit. Started coming at the government the way Malcolm was known for. And, and, and he stopped sugarcoating shit. But, of course, you don't hear about that in history books. All you hear about is, I have a dream. But four years later, he had a speech called Shattered Dreams where he ridiculed that I had a dream bullshit speech himself four years or five years later. See, nobody hears about that though. Uh, okay, uh, nobody okay. knows about To this day, so it's like, yeah. Now with this topic, with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, um, I'm not too keen on on the whole um on the whole um as it was because I'm I'm going through a situation right now uh, with the court system um over here in, in Central New York. They're trying to sue my company and stuff and. And they even trying to give me time off of it. So I haven't been too caught up on TV and everything that's going on. All I know is that what it seems like is a double-edged sword. I, mean, I heard mm-hmm. something about like how they, how they try to get 
on the day of Tuesday or whatever because Saturday is a very busy day, which is actually true. Okay, yeah. that's the day before the games and everything. And I, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, oh, but it's a double-edged sword because, one, okay, so, you're trying to get employment from the NFL or whatever. Or from his own, but, but on the same note, he doesn't want to give in to their demands or whatever is what it seems like. I mean, yeah. and so it's so a double-edged sword. The, the breaking huh? it all. The breaking it all was a transparency disclosure. Basically, the NFL wanted to dictate who could be there filming. Kaepernick wanted the filming, all the media to all media to be. I was going to get around to that to the uh, event, and that's, that's why I said that's really the part. I was going to get around to that because, like I said, it's a double-edged sword. I think I think both guys need to come to an agreement and uh and come to and come some because okay um. I think they had that some, um, or from what I hear, I should say, it was at some, um, at some location where Colin Kaepernick changed it to some high school or whatever, or uh, where he had a lot of his supporters there, and it's just like, okay, you're trying to get employed by these guys, but yet you're moving this, that, and third. Man, I don't know. Well, like I said, I haven't been up on it too much lately because I'm going through my own legal issues right here in New York, so it's like I haven't. Mm-hmm. All, all I could say is that it seems like it's like both guys just need to uh, both parties need to come down and, and come to a little sit together and uh and iron things out or whatever because it's like it's like both guys are doing some things that's on their own terms. Okay, NFL owners basically saying, "Okay, now we're the ones that cut your check." So a lot of, of CYA, a lot of CYA going on. But I got you, dog. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, and I'm gonna get to some and of as these far details. The whole Jay Z coolness stuff. Oh, let's talk about this whole Jay Z thing. Okay. I admit when I was okay. At one time, I fell off on on being a fan of Jay Z. I loved he his loved first three it. albums. On he went a little pop on Volume Three, and then he went pop on the um on the Rock Nation. I didn't really dig those albums, but he came back on Blueprint. But he kind of turned it from the streets into like some kind of animated stuff or whatever. I started being a fan of his again, and the Black album was a gem and stuff. So look, I I could have. I mean, I admit when I don't like some of his work, I admit it. So to say that everything he does, but I was saying from the beginning, as far as him talking the NFL, okay, let's wait out and let's see what happens. And as you so can see, think Jay Z had, I think Jay Z had a big influence with this whole um, this whole uh, this whole um workout thing. I think he had a big influence with it. I think he used his, I think he used he his used influence. It. He used his muscle to get it going. So before he bites, like criticizes for cooling this and third, it's like yo, that man kept more people out of jail than than. Oh, here we go. He paid for Columbine next and how he dropped on the Twin Towers and all that bullshit, ain't you? Nah, nah, come, come on. I'm talking facts right now. I'm not talking hypothetical. You know what I'm, saying? I'm talking facts right now. It's the truth. Man. He put a lot of those fucking rioters out. Um, he paid for guys who, uh, black guys who was actually going about to be in prison for tax evasion. He paid them. He paid their way out. I mean, come on. The man did magic. He sent so many black, inner city blacks to fucking college on scholarships and shit. I mean, the list goes on and on, man. He, man, he did a lot for the black community. And I was saying, okay, just hold off and let's see what happened with this whole uh, collusion with the NFL owners or whatever. And as you can see, I think he had a big influence with Colin Kaepernick getting his workout. Uh, the uh, work. Well, um, and this, this is the part you missing the details, my brother. The devil is within the details, as as they say. And you thinking this workout is in good favor? 
we 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 like won't I see. Said, like I said, what happened? Okay, what happened Saturday? I think was out of his hands. Uh, okay, I think he put it together, or whatever. But of course, you know what I'm saying there's some things happened as far as like the whole. Oh, double edged sword. I was talking, but I don't. Okay, I don't think that was his doing. That wasn't his doing. Okay, let's. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, Colin Kaepernick. I felt like he wanted things on his term or whatever, and rightfully so. It is what it is. Uh, he ain't giving in, but to come and say that these guys are slave owners, but yeah, you want to get paid from these guys. It's like, how you expect them to really sign you, really? It just is what it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Anybody going to go to any kind of employment and speak down the owners or who's interviewing you and think you're going to get picked up, it's just not going to happen. But, but see, now, now here's the thing. No, 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 no. Ain't no but. Hold on. You got to rebuttal that, bro. You got to rebuttal that, man. You got to rebuttal that. I get it. I get it. But Jay, uh, don't shy away from it. Colin Kaepernick. No, no, come on. Answer that. You got to answer that, man. I'm going to answer You got to answer that. You got to answer that, man. This was never. Are you going to go to a job, badmouth the guy who's um who's interviewing you, and think you're going to get hired? It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. That's, that's not, not going to happen, though. That's, not, that's what y'all keep saying because it's a convenient argument. I'm saying, but he but did badmouth the owners, though. Now he, he did badmouth the owners. But, he, but prior to him being colluded to and conspired to be put out the league, he said nothing to the owners. He had a quiet protest. And guess what? When your kid goes to school and they say, raise your right hand over their heart, he don't I, have to. No. Your I kids don't protest. Raise their damn hand over their I heart agree with the protest. To. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about, okay, okay, for instance, it was a time when, when the Baltimore Ravens were going to pick him up. And then his girlfriend said something about the owner. This was over and not for the goddamn national anthem. That's no, why I'm, they got I'm saying after that, after that, after that, when the Baltimore Ravens were looking to pick him up or whatever, and then, and he, then, they and then his girlfriend. The because they knew they couldn't win shit. And they didn't want it to go public. And that's the bottom line. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> now, come on. Oh, don't shy away from what I'm saying. Don't shy away from what I'm saying. Oh, Baldwin Ravens was going to pick him up, and then his girlfriend came out and said something about how, like, Ray Lewis was, like, the guy in that movie, uh, Tango, or whatever, or whatever it was, and and the owner was the slave master. And that's why Baldwin Ravens a bit shy away from actually picking him up. And they was going to pick him up. Baltimore was actually a black town. That's a black town. I got family. That's, like, a black town. And they was going to pick him up. But then after that, it was just, like, it was like, yo, how you expect to get signed by these people when you're bad-mouthing them? I mean, I'm sorry. That's just not going to happen. It just is what yeah, it is. Well, I, I, can't, I, I, I agree can't with dis- the protest. I can't disagree. I had no problem. And, I had no problem with the protest. I had no problem with this protest. I had no problem with that. I just want you know y'all to know that that's splitting hairs also, though. You have to understand the disagreement. Then He didn't start talking about owners and them being this, that, or the other to he was conspired against and could no longer gain employment in the NFL. That's so that let's keep those two things separate. But look, uh, let me just let first, before I get to the details, I got a little details for you so we can get some heavy talk about the legalities here, but let me let Colin tell y'all how he's ready first. Out here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team, uh, interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. Uh, so we got my man on ESPN. Uh, his 
name slips me, man. But he going to add some of the some things I want you to be knowledgeable of when it comes to this whole waiver talk and the, the, the legislation, the legality behind the already settlement out of court. So you got to understand law, why all this, what I know to be posturing is going down right now. Let's give it a listen. It was a bad look for all involved. It amounted to a PR stunt for both sides. It wasn't about trying to get Kaepernick a fair and equitable opportunity for employment. It was about both sides trying to protect their own interests. I thought they all had ulterior motives from the NFL's perspective. They're trying to protect against any liability and future litigation brought against them by Colin Kaepernick, you know, in, in defense of their position and him not having a job. What they're worried about is Cap dragging them back into court and saying that, you know what, because they had to settle the initial suit, they're retaliating against me by not giving me an opportunity to play when I'm clearly one of the best 100 quarterbacks in the world. From Kaepernick's standpoint, that's what he's trying to protect. That's why he didn't sign the waiver that the NFL had for him. I think they had some language in there that included some employment-related issues as well as the health waiver for the workout that he was scheduled to have which is why he changed the location and made it you know, 45 minutes away from the Atlanta Falcons facility where only eight of the 25 scouts that were supposed to come down and watch him were able to, to actually get a look at him. But, I mean, for, from Kaepernick's standpoint, I think he's more interested in being a modder than actually being out there on the football field. Because so, look, man, I want y'all to understand. Now, if, if, you, if you heard the language in it all, the NFL – cannot be retaliating against him by not letting him seek up employment because of a settlement he already took. They have to allow him to gain employment. So how do you do it? You hold some say, hey, here, here's a workout. Here's a workout, but we don't want to let nobody film it but the people we want to film it. And so you can say, you know what, he's not good enough. Kaepernick says, no, man, let everybody see it. And if I'm not good enough, let the dice roll where they may. But see, here's the thing, guys. The NFL cannot prove that Colin Kaepernick is not good enough to be playing in the NFL. So they have to do this because Colin Kaepernick can take their ass right back to court and say they're not allowing me to play because I won a case against them. This is legalities, baby, and this is chess. Not checkers, and this is why you got Kaepernick coming up saying, "Nigga, I'm ready. I've been ready. I continue to stay ready because he's letting it be known for for legal purposes. I've been ready. They not allowing me to play. And, and let me just go play play the first sound for you, so we can all recap because we got a little bit more before we really put the bow on this thing. Let, let's get this first sound so we can all recap, and now you can go back and see exactly." what it is Colin is saying and what he's making sure he's saying. You obviously know this is advisory. You know, so let me start by saying I appreciate y'all coming out. That means a lot to me. Our biggest thing with everything today was making sure we had transparency of what went on. We weren't getting that elsewhere, so we came out here. It's important that y'all are here. Y'all been attacked for the last three years. Y'all continue to be attacked. We appreciate what y'all do. We appreciate you being here today. We appreciate the work you do for the people and telling the truth. That's what we want in everything. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. 
So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I'll interview with any team at any time. I've been ready. I'm staying ready. And I'll continue to be ready. And to all the people that came out here today to support, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. To the people that aren't here, I'm thinking of you. My nigga. <laughs> hey, man. So now how this thing, how this thing is kind of turning and coming into play here. We talking about the law, man. At the end of the day with this thing, we talking about law and we talking about liabilities. The NFL is doing their part by saying, hey, we offered, we, we offered it to him. He didn't show up. Or they thought how Colin might not even show up. But Colin outsmarted them and said, no, I got you. I'm not going to agree to your terms. It ain't going to be like I didn't show up. So y'all can put that out. I'm going to hold my own shit right up the road where anybody can come. Oh, boy. This is, this is, this is big law, man. So, Jonathan, jump in, bro. What you got to say about it? I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel that professional athletes, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, whatever, I feel that athletes today have such a big platform that they can take this situation anywhere. I mean, I guess I'm still on the side, and I get, and I heard Gene's argument. You know, I, I, I understand his argument. You know, as far as you know, as far as you know, being able to to stop the machine and, you know, to, to be, to have a different kind of mentality, you know, but at the same time, you know, why is it that Colin Kaepernick in particular is using his place of work when he has many other platforms to express or to do whatever, whatever it is he wants to do when it comes to but why, why you look like LeBron James, all these, all these professional athletes that play in the NBA use their platform outside of the court. Why is it that Colin Kaepernick has to use the NFL as a platform to make a statement about police brutality when police brutality has nothing to do with the NFL? Why not use his platform outside of the football field? I mean, I get that he used the national anthem as a protest to kind of get it across. Okay, you did that. But moving forward, why can't we use another platform? I'm not saying that he can't use his platform to protest, that he shouldn't protest, or that he needs to stay quiet. But I could go out outside of my workplace and, and do whatever it is that I believe in, and then still go to work and do what it is that I need to do. I mean, the I mean, he just went through a, a like uh, he just went through a lawsuit with the NFL. You don't think that the NFL is going to try to protect themselves 100 percent from a guy that just took them to court? I mean, I mean, to me, it makes I mean, to me, it makes perfect sense that the NFL is trying to protect themselves. You don't, see, you don't see that that kind of that you have the NFL by the ball. You don't see that. I mean, I mean, who's trying to get? Why would he have the NFL by the ball? He's trying to work for them. Okay. How? How? Do you, no, you you don't get it. So basically, if the NFL, so so the NFL. Let me break it down very simply here. The NFL 
either have to let Colin Kaepernick back into the NFL, or, and we know they don't want to do that because he has the right to protest. They can't stop him from protesting. You have protest rights at your fucking job. That's just the, that's not the constitutional right you have, okay? So they know they can't stop him. So they put fire to keep him out. So now, Colin Kaepernick, by law, says, if you cannot prove my talent is good enough, not good enough to be here, you have to let me in. And if you don't let me in, I can sue you again for not allowing me to make a living. Do you get that? That's by the ball. And that's why he walking out. That's why he said, I've been ready. I continue to be ready. And I'll be, this is legal talk. The, the, the NFL did not provide this knee-jerk reaction and have a fucking unprecedented workout for a, for a dude in the middle of November because they just wanted to. Or they just wanted to accommodate him so much. He has them by the balls. And if, if they could simply say, hey, everybody, let's go see Colin Kaepernick throw balls into the dirt. You don't think they'd go do that in a heartbeat? They do that without a question and go say, obviously, he's not good enough to play. Court, the court, and the, it would be over. But they cannot do it. And that's essentially how he has them by the balls. I'm going to let uh, Nick Wright, one of my favorite dudes, man, he's really coming up the ranks, uh, explain it a little further, man. And I'm gonna let you guys get out of here. But let's give Nick a burn real quick. We we'll, we we'll, uh, give our closing comments and we we'll get out of here. Certainly is not going to sacrifice any of his principles in order to get back in football. He's made that clear, and I think that is one of the things that makes him so admirable. But it also has been one of the things that has kept him out of the league. That's obviously the case. From kneeling to everything since then, he has put principles ahead of profession. At every stance, and to me, that's very, very honorable. But there are two major points on this, to me, that are more important than all of the other noise combined. And the first one is what we saw in that video and what the anonymous NFL exec who was quoted on this said, Colin Kaepernick still obviously can play. And if we want this to not be about politics, not to be about social justice, not to be about ulterior motives, can he play should trump everything else. Because I'm certain if it were in the other direction, it would. If all of the, quote, distractions, unquote, were removed, but and he wasn't wearing the T-shirt and he, did, and he worked out, but he's throwing the ball into the dirt, then none of it matters. Despite the fact that he still clearly can play, there is still speculation in the hours and days since this has happened. Well, how much does he want it? Well, he wants it badly enough. How long has it been since he played, Jenna? 1,051 days? That's it. it. He wants it badly enough that he has worked out five or six days a week every week since then. He wants it badly enough that he has stayed in shape for this moment. Being able to throw a football like that and practicing that has no effective use in the real world aside from playing professional football. Mm -hmm. So he wants it badly enough to keep his skill level high enough if the opportunity ever were to arise. And that should be all that matters, if we're being honest here. But it clearly isn't, which brings me to the second point here. 
why does the onus continue to be put on the wronged party in this to make to to decide okay I'll, I'll relent on this you guys want me to sign a waiver that is not the traditional waiver mm -hmm. you want instead of the traditional injury waiver you want me to sign a waiver that gives away some of my rights well i i want to get back in football so badly i'll do it you you want me to disallow, you want to disallow the media from attending. I'm very curious what the narrative would have been if this whole thing got scotched because the NFL said, we want the media in. And Cap said, no, can't have the media in, can't live stream it, can't broadcast it. I feel like people would say, well, Cap has something to hide. But because the other point that Cap says he did not agree was the waiver mm -hmm. and the lack of media access. Cap wanted the entire world to be able to see it, so there could be no, well, his arm is not what it once was. And I know some will say, well, if Colin desperately wants to get back in football, he should do anything it takes to get back in football. I would argue if the NFL wants to show they have not blackballed a player, they should not add language to a waiver that you know could be problematic and have an issue with open and fair media access. Mm -hmm. To me, those are two very obvious points. And so is Colin Kaepernick doing everything in his power to get back in pro football? No, because he has made it clear from the beginning that his principles are going to be more important than anything else. But Imagine he's doing this everything in his power to be ready if teams will move past their issue with his principles on this. And he showed that yesterday. And yet, once again, it's not about is he good enough to play football. It's about all the other things, which for the, for the you know, keep your politics out of my sports crowd, I would ask, well, isn't that inserting politics into sports if we are depriving the right to work? One of you said 100, clearly 100, yeah. and almost certainly one of the 45 best quarterbacks alive. No. Well, man, look, I, I, I can't say it no better. Now, Janelle. I'll let you uh, have your say what you got to say. You know where I'm at on it. I, mean, I said my piece. I mean, it, I mean, I mean. Again, like you know, what I'm saying it's a double-edged sword. Like, in my, in my, I hate keep saying the same thing, but double-edged sword. I mean, you expect to get employed by them. I mean, you can't expect to get employed by them when you. I'm saying it just is what it is. But again, I do agree with the protest. I mean, I've been a victim. For, of police brutality since I was a kid. I mean, I've I've moved around this country more, more than anybody could think of. I've been to 22 different schools in my life. I've never been to one school for two consecutive years. I lived in California. I lived in D.C., Philadelphia, all over New York. I was born in Miami. I can't name that one spot I lived in where I haven't gotten stopped and frisked. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know it was a ridiculous law in, in New York City some years ago, but that shit happens all across the fucking country. In California... You know what I'm saying? Florida, everywhere I've ever lived, I've been stopping frisk. And I'm just walking yeah. home, minding my business. I remember I was 11 years old. I had a cop come up to me and tell me, oh, you're lucky it wasn't almost Christmas, or I beat such a black ass. I was 11 years old. I'm lying. I was 14 years old at the time. I was, a, I was in a black cop. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I've been a victim of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it just says what it I've been, I've been beat up by cops before. You know what I'm saying? I got pepper sprayed and shit. You know what I'm saying? When I was just 17 years old. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? And so, so, so I've been a victim of this thing. I do agree with it. But at the same time, you got to look at it from other people's standpoint. It is what, 
if you expect to get employed by them, and you can't be MC, it just is what it is. But it seems like it seems like he doesn't really. Well, I can't say it doesn't seem like he doesn't want to put you. The guy's in excellent shape. He's in phenomenal shape. But you know, what I'm saying you basically. I don't know. This is this is double edged sword, man. I'm sorry. It just is what it is. <clears throat> no doubt, no doubt. Jonathan, uh, man. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I, I don't think anybody is arguing the point that his protest, you know, I think we're all in agreement that, his, you know, everybody has the right to protest, everybody has the right to voice their opinion, and at the end of the day, what he's done, you know, the, the charitable organizations that he's founded, the, the awareness that he's brought to those situations, to this, to the situation that not only the black community faces, but all minorities to an extent, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you're black and Latino, you know, everybody faces these types of uh, situations or, or, you know, this unfairness. But at the end of the day, we're talking about an exclusive club that only 32 positions exist in the, on the planet. And at the end, and at the end of the day, I I really would want, you know, because we see it in the NBA how athletes protest outside of the court, and that's that thing because I firmly believe that no employer on this planet, whether you work for Chase Bank, whether you work for the NFL, whether you work for a Fortune 500 company, nobody wants the drama of politics and protest in the workplace. Whether you're white, black, or whatever, they're going to do whatever it takes to get you out because what they want to do is run a business and make money. And at the end of the day, the NFL is going to look at Colin Kaepernick as somebody that's going to impede them from making their money. So, I mean, yeah, I get the whole argument of, you know, they're blackballing him or whatever, but I don't really think the NFL cares. I mean, they're saying, okay, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job? Okay, cool. I mean, we paid him his $40 million. He didn't want to sign our waiver. It is what it is. I mean, I, I just don't feel that the NFL is losing in this standpoint. But they, you do understand legally they can't do that. But, I mean, but, if it, but like I said, but, I mean, I understand, I understand that. I understand that they can't that, that that the legality is that they can't do that, but come on, I mean if they're paying their commissioner forty million a year and how are they not going to then why do it then? Okay, use another fifty million, go away. Then why why do it then? Because because he's bring he's bringing attention to the sport that they don't want. And at the no, end of they, the day they're, they're the ones that are making the They call it the workout, not confidence. Yeah, they called the workout, but I mean, obviously, obviously, they called the workout at the expense of doing it their way so that they can make him look bad, right? So why do that then? If it's nothing, it's pennies on the dollar. Why? Why conspire to further conspiring to lose to make the man look bad? Why? I mean, I don't. I mean, I can't answer that question. But at the end of the day. I mean, this is why they continue to blackball him because of exactly everything. I mean, I mean, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like my uh, man that was on right now. I apologize for not knowing. I apologize for not knowing his name, but he brings up a valid point that 
you're trying to get employment from somebody and you're talking shit about them. That, yeah. to me, that, I mean, JP, if I'm, if, if, if somebody is trying to get a job from me and they're talking shit, you're damn fucking right I'm not going to employ them. You're damn yeah. right I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep them out. That makes, that makes, so, I mean, what to me, it's, it's like, it, it, to me, the whole thing doesn't make sense, but at the end of the day, I have a hard time believing that a multi-billion dollar uh, league is really going to sweat paying Colin Kaepernick another $50 million because they found out that's what's happening. Yeah. You know what, Jonathan? You've swayed me in a new direction. And I don't know if you – I'm sure you didn't purposely do it. But <clears throat> I just realized that Colin Kaepernick is will, – will pay you whatever the hell you want in court to stay the fuck off our television screens kneeling in front of the American audience. So if, if we need to go to court, you got that, sir. But whatever it takes to keep you from kneeling in front of our American audience, we'll definitely um, pay to keep that from happening. Because you lose sponsorships, you lose viewerships, and it's more money there than it is in court. So, yeah, I, I definitely uh, I, I think I'll conclude there, guys. Man, I want to thank Janelle. I want to thank uh, my man Jonathan, my man Eugene for stopping by, everybody for stopping by, spending that time, man. Uh, we had a we had a good time, fun night. Had a fun night tonight, man. Everybody for stopping by. Had a good time. I'm going to get on over to my man show over at the Wildest Block. Y'all, uh, oh, man, we got a late arrival, man. I wanted to see uh, Jigs. You got anything to say about this Kaepernick, man? You you got any thoughts for you? You didn't drop in late night on me. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, man, now I was in a little earlier, but I had to work on a little cover art or whatever. Um, no, man, I, I, I hope that he, uh, uh, you know, he, he's straight. I think that uh, some of his methods uh, weren't optimal for uh, what he says he's trying to achieve. But, I mean, I get his plight. I get his, his reasoning. Um, I get his mistrust in the system. Um, I, I think he could have went oh, about it slightly better. Um, but, you know, I, I, I ride with him. So, you know, it's all good. I think I think the people who need, needed to see him saw him. And then, you know, only time will tell whether he uh, ends up, you know, playing. Yeah, man. Uh, and we got late fam- your family coming in late, man. And I'm so, like I've been doing all show long, I'm going to let Colin tell y'all how he stay ready because he told you I'm ready. Out here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I'll interview with any team at any time. I've been ready. I'm staying ready. And I'll continue to be ready. We got family coming in late. I know he got something heavy for it. Let's bring it Yo, 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 and we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. And parties don't stop yeah. till 8 uh, in the morning Nods, what up family? Long time no here Uh, ain't nothing man, I'm cooler, what's good? 
Oh man, you know we didn't we didn't basically already broke down this Kaepernick man, and I've I've come to the point. Um, I, I know that Kaepernick has him by the balls legally. Um, Kaepernick basically is a the NFL has clearly conspired to have him out of the NFL. Um, you can't do that lawfully. Uh, Kaepernick then says the NFL then has to prove that you're not good enough to be in our league. Everything else that all these other conversations that are being had, if Kaepernick simply wasn't good enough to be in the league, the NFL would simply say that, and we would be talking about nothing. That would be end of conversation. Instead, we have all these other things. We have a lot of posturing, in my estimation. The NFL did an unprecedented workout mid-November for a player. This has never been done. Why would they do that? Well, and uh, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick has the NFL by the ball legally. Talk about it, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, going forward, like this is gonna look really stupid in like ten years. Like people are gonna see how, you know, how easy this is to to see what it is. This collusion. They decided he wasn't gonna play anymore. Uh, then late late stage in the game, Roger Goodell tries to figure out a way. Okay. How do we protect ourselves going forward? Well, maybe we set up this little workout thing and we get them to sign this waiver to get rid of, you know, any pending lawsuit. And then that way, boom, we got it. But the reality yeah. of it is you don't do workouts in that way. Like, you don't do a workout for all 32 teams. If somebody's interested, they call him, he comes no, in, they check him out, and then, and then you see in. what you got. Brandon called and, in. Called back in. Yo, and and to be real, to be real, bro, if somebody's already a pro, like you gain nothing from having them do a workout throwing against air. That's for like college kids. If you want to see if he can throw, you know, the deep stick, or if he can, you know, uh, throw that banana route or, or stuff, stuff like that. That's what you want to see with a college player. With a pro player, the only thing you want to know is is he still ready to handle the speed of the game. So you bring him into camp if you seriously have an offer. So, no, this wasn't an offer. And I think some of the owners are going to end up mad at Goodell over this because all this did was bring all of this back up. None of them want to break the, uh, you know, break the little blue line that they didn't already draw. So he just put them in a position to look worse once again. And how are you going to have a, a, a setup for somebody being scouted on a day before game day where everybody in every building is busy, worried about, you know, that game yeah. that particular week? So, yeah, yeah, this I is, think Roger Goodell and Jay Z, them two dipshits just got together and did the, hey, Roger was like, hey, Jay, <laughs> let's, not, let's not bring the rest of your owners in on this one. You know what? I got an idea. Jay's like, yeah, Roger, let's do it. And they just thought this was a dope idea. And it was fucking Jerry going to cuss him out. Jerry going to cuss I'm him out. Next year, bro. I'm done if you got to go. It was terrible. It's just, it's like it did, they didn't think it out right. Um, but what's what's become obvious to me is because the NFL has to say, look, we're offering Colin employment. That's what this is all about. They have to say and show legally that we're not colluding to keep them out. This is what this workout's about. But they wanted to have transparency disclosure in the waiver sent to Kaepernick and his team and say, you know, we want to have all the rights to all the footage that's being seen. And all Kaepernick said is, I just want everybody to see. And if I'm not good enough, 
and then this conversation will end. But like Kaepernick repeatedly said, I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and he's saying those things for me because they settled out of court one time, and if they don't allow him employment again, they can bring him right back into court and say, I'm not being allowed to earn a living. And that's unlawful, man, simply put. Yep. Worst part about this is, man, if, if they if they weren't so bitter and, and had so many racist old school dudes within their departments, the easy fix on this was to bring him on the team, bury him on the depth chart, and let his career uh, pass in oblivion, similar to Marcus Allen. Like, that's all they would have had to do. But these dudes, thinking that they're smart, basically just, I mean, they just they left the smoking gun everywhere. Because you can see, because quarterback play is so bad in the league, and there's so many teams that actually need a quarterback that this was obvious. This wasn't a running back that you can kind of kick to the curb and say he's old. This is a quarterback. So when you see Mitch Trubisky starting, when you see the Red, the Broncos, who they rolling out right. there, when you see right. all these different teams, it's like, okay, this is obvious, man. This is what y'all did to this dude. Yep. Yep. And he got him by the balls, the balls, balls, balls. But like I'm here, Jonathan said, man, and this is a kind of new conclusion I come to is that for the NFL, whatever they would pay Colin in court, uh, let's just say it's $100 million, and that's probably high. Let's say it's $100 million. Whatever they pay him out of court is fractions on the dollars to, to, to what type of money these guys have. So, but wouldn't, what wouldn't be fraction on the dollar is the outfits of Colin Kaepernick every Sunday and the momentum is gaining what everybody else fucking kneeling for the national anthem. You got to understand the NFL just did a whole week or two of army shit. The NFL is in cahoots with America. You know, this is America's yep. game. And what you can't have, all them sponsorships, that Budweiser, that, these giant, the army, you know, the army, right. no, then that affiliation. You cannot. Yeah, but see, big dog. Let me weigh in on this though, because see, this is this is that short money thinking that 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 basically they're involved in. You're right. That's how they were thinking it was going to go. The reality of how it would have went was all those people who angry and hate him would have tuned in before the game to see if he needed. Right. Then they would have got on social everything. media, commented on. Yeah, like WWE, man. This this would have drawn heat to the NFL. And you remember right. that would have been tuning game? in to watch him play right. to hate. Right, right before all this went down, man, all the Buffalo that. fans was liquored up. They was hyped, and they just wanted to boo Colin all night. And that's what you would have seen across the league. So the idea that they would have made money, they actually got rolling the money. dice. But when you got that, ain't a roll. That ain't a roll of the dice, bro. Nah, that's, hey, that's, bro. that's how we hey, act. Bro. Let me tell you something. There's one thing I do know: it's MAGA folks. And those MAGA folks would have been hot. <laughs> and if you talk oh, about sponsorships, you want to talk about direct marketing, we don't agree. They would have presented the most Americana, red, white, and blue uh, sponsorship stuff you ever seen. They would say, oh, we don't agree with what he says. We, we'll, we, we agree with his right to say it, but they would have trashed the hell out of him. So they still would have made money. This is just old school bigotry setting money on fire. Because old school bigots, man, they got a habit of doing stuff like this because they so dug into their position. You know what I mean? But this also works in their favor in this way. 
it teaches I, players I, I in the future that I don't it, agree it with players in the okay. It teaches players in the future that this can happen to you. This is this is like making him an example. And if you look up the old baseball story about my man who created free agency, basically, uh, that black baseball player, he never played again either. You see what I'm saying? Even though it would have been more beneficial for him to play, it's the example that think, they set. I think the optics and the momentum of that kneeling, the kneeling was detrimental to the optics to the American public it, I think that was detrimental to the NFL. Man, check and the ratings. Think, check the ratings. Believe, check the ratings for that period. Because we heard them make that argument, but the ratings that. didn't say that. Remember all the MAGA dudes said they were going to stop watching football, and then they'd be yeah. commenting on the games and shit on Twitter? You'd be like, wait a minute. I thought y'all stopped watching football. <laughs> Jonathan, what you got, man? What you think? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess well, I guess the point that I was trying to make when I got cut off is more like, you know, at the end of the day, all of us, I mean, all of us can come to an agreement that, you know, we, I agree with the protest that, I, I mean, I agree with the protest that Kaepernick was doing, you know, based on the fact that how all of this affects all minorities. But at the, but at the end of the day, I mean, we still watch football. All of us still sit down. I mean, well, I, I believe that most of us, sit down on a Sunday and watch whether it's the Giants, the Raiders, the Cowboys, the 49ers, whatever. We're still sitting down and watching this product because at the end of the day, it's the product that we like. So regard, regardless of, of, of the situation, this is still something that we're going to continue to support because, I mean, we all still watch it at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. But, uh, man, I'm going to wrap it up and be here a minute. Now, do you want to close with anything, player, before I get up out of here? No, no, not just say, man, like one dude is not going to bring down the whole league, especially with a stance that most Americans don't agree with from the standpoint of they decided they weren't going to have the, the argument about police brutality and they made the argument about the flag. Why? Because they can win that argument about the flag but they can't win the argument when you talk about police brutality. So that's why they chose to have that argument. But it is what it is, man. Kyler's going to be a figure in history, and we'll see how this goes going forward. But uh, this is Raggedy Roger and your boy, the Jigger Man. (laughs) 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 They were sitting up drinking some good yaks or something, man. And just did it. Like, fuck it. Fuck it. That shit is wild, boy. But, uh, yeah, man, and that's a good note to it, though. But to me, it's clear Kaepernick has him by the balls or they wouldn't be doing all this posturing, man. Jonathan, man, uh, glad to hear from you, brother. Thanks for calling in, Naj, as well, man. I haven't heard from you all in a minute, man. Be looking out for me, man. I'm, I'm getting back. I'm, I'm into it. So uh, I'm going to close like this and let Colin tell you how he stay ready. I'm out. Out here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. i interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. 